0: Small businesses are the backbone of America, and they help keep the Texas spirit alive. But did you know as many as 50% will close their doors forever after just five years? Well, we're here to change that. This is the beef. This is the beef. We know how tough it is to be an entrepreneur today. That's why we're giving small business owners a platform to share their stories. You'll hear it all the highs and the lows, the good and the bad, and everything in between. This is the Beef Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing in partnership with Community Bank of Texas, an FDIC member and equal housing lender.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Beef. I'm your host, John Kelly, or John the Marketer on Instagram. Make sure you give me a follow and check out the content we release there daily. In the studio today with me, I've got Ross Winkler with Winkler Public Relations. Ross, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, so I told you before, you know, we're going to start off like we do every episode with a little icebreaker question. Nothing crazy here, but how many times a day do you check your Facebook?
2: I would say between five and 10, if, you know, I had notifications, I'm definitely checking it there. If I'm looking for uh, maybe some food recommendations, I'm checking it there as well. So, yeah, I would I would go five to 10, maybe a few a few more on, on the weekends. I like got a little more time. Yeah, <laughs> man, I think I'm an addict. Yeah. I, uh, I am constantly on social media and I'll
1: blame it on beefy marketing and say yeah. that I have to be because of my job, which is true. But even before that, I mean, God, every time the notification goes off, you can guarantee I'm going to check it unless we're recording or we have something, you know, crazy going on. But I'm always on that thing. I probably need to set a timer or
2: something uh, yeah you, you didn't ask me about twitter if you'd ask me about twitter I, it would be a lot more because that's kind of my 24-hour news source there right, so right. Uh, i'm not on there trolling or anything but uh i am always always on the twitter machine seeing what's going on with getting the news. your sports or, updates from it, there it, and, and, yeah, yeah of course absolutely yeah i know <laughs> we had that
1: conversation earlier about uh-huh, sports so yeah
2: Man, not much time to watch sports, huh? no. Nah, 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 hey, I, I got a one-year-old, so uh, time is a little bit short these days. But uh, hey, we'll, we'll find some more. So Absolutely, we'll, uh, no having kids,
1: man. It's <laughs> it's a time-consuming thing. It for is eighteen
2: but, years but, but, gosh, and sure. longer, <laughs> and, and longer. Yeah, but it, it's a blessing too.
1: Absolutely. So. All right. Well, let's just get started with you telling us about yourself, everything you want to share, but how you got to where you are. Your, qualifications for the job all that stuff
2: sure so i've been with winkler public relations for about 7 years now I'm sure we'll get into a little bit but my parents started the company almost 20 years ago and they actually recruited me back i was living and working in alabama working at minor league baseball and they needed some help with business it was growing and, and so really mom and dad said hey would you be willing to do it and if you had asked me 10 15 years ago if it was something i'd be you know interested in doing i would have said hey no no way i'm going to do my own thing right but really you know i found out you know, more about the business and realized That the skills that I had gathered uh, working in sales, working in marketing were going to apply to what we were doing at Winkler Public Relations and so I I joined on board and Really, since I have, I have to feel like I've you know grown a lot with the the company and our company has really kind of shifted and taken it in different direction and direction that I'm really happy with. You know, do a lot of public affairs, government affairs work, stakeholder relations, helping our customers, you know, get engaged with, with people that they need to be engaged with. And from there, learning more about crisis management, crisis communication, some of the work that we do. And then, you know, being growing up in this area, I, I'm from spring originally, went to Klein High School. So I, I know this area, you know, I, I know the people that live here and work here. I know w- what it's like to, to work in the region. So I, I feel like, you know, having kind of those skills that, you know, that's yes, my qualification. I think that's, that's what qualifies me is kind of knowing the area and, and having that, that sales and marketing background, combining it with what I've learned with, with Winkler Public Relations and kind of my parents. So that, really that, that's me. And, and that's, that's why I love what I do because every day is, is something different and getting to use those different, you know, diverse qualifications is, is really a lot of fun.
1: I got you. So why PR? You know, what I don't know many people who would say, you know what, PR is where I want to (laughs) go with my life and do this, man. This this sounds like fun, but obviously, thankfully, there are people like you that you enjoy it. This is why you do what you do, and that's why I don't. You know, that's the, the difference there. So why did you choose PR?
2: You know, I think it was because how every day is something different. And, you know, especially for us as public relations consultants, you know, having you know, a wide range of clients, you know, they have different needs and they have different things that they're trying to accomplish. And, and so being able to to work with them and to achieve, you know, whether it's stakeholder relations or crisis communications, being able to help them, you know, achieve a business goal through what we do through public relations. And specifically, what do I enjoy uh, about it? I enjoy getting to work with people, you know, and building relationships. You know, that's kind of what we say, you know, working relationships is our tagline. And being able to establish those relationships, not only with our clients, but helping our clients establish those important relationships is really just so much fun. You know, we're, we're, we're people introducing People to other people, you know, that, that is kind of who we are. We, we, all all three of us, you know, my parents and myself, we are the business and we really, we love being around, you know, different people with different backgrounds and different stories and helping them get that out, whether it be through, you know, general public relations and, and writing stories for them in press releases or whether that be engaging with elected officials and helping them, you know, get their priorities accomplished. It really, everybody's got a different story. And everybody has a different background that they're trying to, trying to help and trying to push. And, and that's for us, that's fun to, to be uh, around all those different types of folks.
1: I got you. It's good to hear. So what exactly does Winkler Public Relations do? You know, what is it that you offer specifically to your clients?
2: There's really three kind of main buckets that we do from public relations, because as you talked about before, public relations can mean so much. And so there's three main things we do, and I've I hit on a few of them, but kind of Dive more detail. Uh, The first is crisis communication; it's in crisis management, so helping companies either plan for crises or react to them. Hopefully, we're doing a little bit of both. Hopefully, it's it's more of the former, you know, (laughs) planning for the crisis as opposed to having to deal with it. So, again, crisis management, crisis communication. The second is stakeholder relations or stakeholder marketing, and that's helping our clients engage with the important stakeholders in the area, whether it be elected officials or whether it be other members of the community that they need help with. You know, they may be new to a market and they come. In and say hey who do I need to meet to help, you know, grow my business? Or who do I need to meet if I, if I need something done in public affairs? And, and so, helping that, and, you know, that may mean everything from going to Washington City or going to Austin to help, you know, push legislation to something very local in, in meeting your city you know city council members, something like that. And your third thing is kind of the, the more standard public relations, helping with press releases, writing articles, just media relations, things of that nature that, that maybe is kind of the, the first thing people think of when they think of public relations. And we, we do quite a bit of that as well. So, Really, those are our three specialties. You know, you don't, we, we don't have necessarily a true niche in terms of industry uh, that we do. We focus more on what we can do for the client as opposed to what the client actually does. And then we, we, we form kind of a plan to help fit them. But those are our, our three main focuses. Awesome. So what kind of hurdles come along with being in this line of work? You know, there's a few. I think the biggest thing for us as a small business is, is understanding our bandwidth, right? And understanding what we can take on. You know, we, we are a three-person company and, and we we we're, we love that. We obviously love each other most of the time. We're family. But knowing what it is that we can handle because, you know, public relations and, and especially when you're doing crisis management and you're doing stakeholder relations, those things really don't, they don't have a timeline. They're 24-7. They're constantly ongoing. So, understanding that, that hey, you only have so much time in the day and you've got to be good at time. Management, and you've got to recognize that. Hey, you've got to leave time for you know for your clients to, to have issues because that's certainly going to happen. And and then you know for us because we are a small business. We have a little bit more flexibility in terms of, of, of offering kind of what, our, you know, what we can offer our clients. And we say, hey, we're constantly on, we're constantly there. But hey, you got to still make sure that you're saving time for yourself and you're saving time to, to be able to, to take those deep breaths. Because it can be a, a grind sometimes, you know, in this industry, just like, like everything else. So uh, just really understanding kind of what your bandwidth is, I think is the biggest hurdle that we've had to overcome. Did y'all have any
1: effects from COVID-19? Anything happened to the company or changed the way y'all did business?
2: fortunately, not in terms of, of, of any major impacts. We did, like everybody, you know, have to kind of go to a, a more digital role, you know, a lot, a lot more Zoom calls and things of that nature. And it, it just it affected how we get interact with our clients. You know, we very much like to be with our clients, whether it's meeting in person or going to events with them, or again, I mentioned taking them to Austin or Washington, D.C. And a lot of that obviously was gone for so long. And so, we had to kind of, you know, step back and it took a couple months to adjust for sure. There were some clients that, that Really, it was kind of full steam ahead, but there were some that we had to say, okay, let's let's adjust and come up with different ways to to engage to make sure that we're helping to develop and continue to, to grow and, and help y'all succeed. And I think we we those. You know, we're happy with the way we've come out of it. You know, fortunately, no no major impacts. And I know it's obviously still ongoing in some ways, and we're still learning new ways to uh, learning new ways. You, you know, continue to move forward and, and evolve. I think so you know we're pivot, you know, things like that. But for, fortunately, we we. Able to stay, I say the course for the most part.
1: Fair enough. Do y'all have any type of mission statement or values? Like what what's important to y'all as a family owned business? and doing business every day.
2: Yeah. So I, I mentioned, you know, working relationships, really that that's our tagline. And that's something that we're really big on It's just is creating relationships. You know, we we want to work with people that we really like and we're able being a small business. We, we can take take that on. You know, we we don't typically go out for, for RFPs, RFQs. We, we like to work from word of mouth because people that we know and uh, make sure we're creating those relationships again with with our with our clients, but also with the community and, you know, from attending events and, you know, in, in the community or, you know, making sure that, that we're in Engaged on, on certain issues. And so, again, that, that, that's important to us. And, and then I think the other thing as, you know, as a small business a family business is just making sure <laughs> that we're in this together, that we're all kind of moving on the same page. That, that's not really much of a mission of value. You know, outward looking, that's more, you know, kind of inward facing, but that we're all staying engaged because as a family, sometimes you, you've all got different priorities, right? And, and whether it's whether it's family things or whether it's, you know, business things. And so, for us, you know, that's our thing. Hey, we want to make sure that, that we're working in lockstep and that we're, we're always on the same page. And, you know, that's a lot of communication between the three of us. And, uh, I think we've achieved that in the, over the last at least seven years since I've been here and, you know, the 20 years nearly that the company's been there. So that, that's kind of our our big interpersonal thing is, Hey, let's, everything we do, let's do it with the the, the full force of all three of us behind it.
1: Do y'all have clients that are business owners and clients that are just regular people or celebrities or, you know, but not necessarily a company in itself.
2: But most of our clients are companies or organizations. We don't have any, uh, I would say, celebrity clients. Some are business owners. We've worked with that. I would say kind of our niche, though, are our small businesses as well as organizations associations. We've done quite a bit of work with economic development organizations. We've had a lot of fun uh, doing that. We've worked with uh, with cities. We, we've worked, again, with, with some large companies as well. A lot of times they'll have you know in-house public relations teams and, and we kind of advise them from an outside role. Hey, what are we hearing in the community? Things like that. But I would say you know, the kind of that small business association nonprofit is, is kind of more of our niche Again, we don't really focus on a particular industry, but that's, that's kind of more who we do. We haven't done a whole lot with uh, with individuals. We've done a little bit of it, but I wouldn't say that's probably our specialty.
1: So what does your ideal customer look like? How do I know if I should consider calling you? You know, what are y'all looking for in a customer?
2: We're looking for someone who obviously has has a need for for what we do. Someone who is also willing to uh, willing to listen, willing to adapt, willing to to grow and, and succeed. You know, we want someone who's as committed as we're going to be. You know, when we take on a client. We're absolutely committed to putting everything we can behind it and to getting getting the job done, and that's that's something we're, we're obviously you know looking for in our, our client as well. And as far as you know what they're looking to do, I mentioned you know those those three main buckets that we do: from crisis communication, stakeholder relations, you know general public relations. If they're if looking for a need for that, and you know probably the right size again, th- those big giant little you know large companies of you know five hundred or more something like that probably isn't going to be in our wheelhouse just because we are a small company, but we can assist maybe you know again, if they have it in house be able to work with those teams but we're looking for the people who who love to be around people people who who love to you know have fun because we're going to have fun doing doing what we do as well and that are just you know willing to be engaged and i think the biggest thing you know for us is that if they need a public relations firm that's going to be there 24/7 too i think that's that's really something that that makes us special and part of that's because my mom, I don't think she ever sleeps. She's, she's always there. She's always awake. And uh, our hours are kind of cattywampus. You know, I've, I've got a, I said, a young child. So I'm up early in the morning sometimes. And so I feel like we've kind of got the whole 24 hours covered. And so that's, that's something else that the clients say, hey, you know, I really need, maybe we've got business in overseas. Well, that's great because we're up pretty much all the time. So I think that's something else that kind of makes us special and unique.
1: What's one piece of advice that you wish you could get through to every business owner's head about? PR,
2: That it's an investment and not an expense. You know, public relations, you, you're not just buying something and using it right there. And, and you know, it's, it, it's so much more than that. It's an investment. It, t- it takes a little while to get the, you get the job done. If you hire us and you, you need to create a public relations plan, whether it's through crisis or stakeholder relations... It's going to take a little while to implement it, but it's going to pay off in the end if you stick to the plan and I think that's our biggest thing and and all of our clients I really have understood that there's some that we haven't taken on that haven't understood that, and there's a reason why we, why we haven't taken it on right They need immediate results and and if they're not immediate, they're not getting to work well again, that's public relations is an investment it's a long term thing. Every company should have public relations because just built into your business plan because it is so much of an investment, just like everything else is, and you're really going to be better off for it if if you have a a full-on plan and recognize that it's a long-term solution, not a quick fix.
1: It reminds me of something we were talking about before the show started with crisis management, you know, how important it is to plan for those things so that you're being proactive about what's going on, not reactive to what's going on. So just kind of expand on that a little bit for me and, and tell us why it's so important to have that crisis management in place prior to, I mean, do you have any stories of, you know, someone who didn't have that and how hard it was to recover from that or anything you can offer?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I won't use use company names you oh, know, for, the, for those things, but yeah, absolutely. We, we've had people that have engaged just after crises have happened and it's so much harder to react to a crisis without a crisis management plan in place. We get more willing to help. We're willing to, to help you get through that. It's more difficult to come out on the other side and, you know, whether you You know, hopefully you still exist, but come out in a positive light. Maybe if you can, whether you're going through litigation or whatever it takes. But yeah, it it is so important to have a plan in place. Crises come from everywhere, even if you don't know exactly what that crisis is going to be. You know, anything from embezzlement to hurricanes to whatever it could be, uh, just just having some sort of plan in place to where, hey in the event of a crisis we know exactly what we're going to do we know who the spokesperson's going to be we know who the you know the people are, are going to be that are going to be dealing with the media we know who the people are going to be that are going to be dealing with our board of directors if we have a board of directors having a plan in place and having those positions you know set out on who's going to deal with what is is so critical because again It wouldn't be crisis if you knew when they were coming, right? So, again, the companies that don't have that in place spend so much time in the right away figuring out who's going to do what that the crisis has almost swallowed them up already. And again, we've worked with those clients, but we tell companies, hey, engage us before the crisis happens. And I promise you, you won't have have as much of a need for us when it does when it does occur.
1: So what sets you apart from your competitors? Why should I choose Winkler over any other PR firm? I mean, I assume this is a saturated market, right? (laughs) You know, so what, what makes y'all
2: special? Yeah, there are a lot of really good public relations firms, especially in Houston. I mean, I think I'll first say, I think we're blessed that there are. You know, it's created a really good network of, of folks for us to engage with and, you know, and refer other folks to and, and learn from as well. But I think what sets us apart from our competitors, at first, I'll brag on, on my parents, their experience. My father worked for, for Shell Oil Company for a long time, nearly 30 years, and he got a ton of incredible experience, you know, working in crises, working with executives there and, and really in a public affairs, public relations relations role my mom has an entire lifetime of sales and marketing background that that she's used and she is one of the most you know, personable people you could possibly ever meet. She doesn't. She's never met a stranger in her life, and so I think you know their combined experience, combined with what I feel like I kind of bring on with, with. I focus mostly on the public affairs, government affairs role, and then I do quite a bit of writing as well. I feel like our three specialties, you know, really combine extraordinarily well. We've seen so many things. We've experienced so many things. Mostly, my parents have is what you know kind of referring to there, but I think just our our team, you know, where where our qualifications are as a team. And then again, I'll go back to the fact that, you know, being a small business, we are flexible and we can kind of help mold our ways to to fit our client. We can, you know, whether it's a, it's a weird time schedule or whether it's a particular thing that that they need, you know, we're not so stringent because we, we're a family business. We, we, we are willing to, to adjust and we don't have to worry about other employees. And uh, you know exactly what you're going to get with Winkler PR. You know, you're going to get Dennis, Kathy, and Ross Winkler are going are gonna to come talk to you when you first engage us. And those are going to be the same three people that are going to work to you the whole way through. There's no junior associates or anything like that. You're going to get the three of us and we're going to be there for you. And Time you need us,
1: man. That's uh, I can relate to your mom there because uh, I'm the same way, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I feel like you're kind of that way too. Uh, <laughs> Most of us that have met through the chamber and sure and gone to those events, man. It seems like we've all just kind of connected as a group of yeah, old friends and right, everybody's right. just willing to share all those stories, all their contacts and help each other out.
2: Yeah. This, this community and this this area, you know, really is great about that. And, uh, you know, I think you're definitely like that. I'm like that. I'm nothing like my mom. It, yeah. I don't yeah, you know. If she was in the room, you you would know it. And I'd, I'd almost have to take a, a backseat to her not because she's intention grabbing just because people uh, flock to her and people love to be with her. And I'm so blessed to get to work with her every single day. I mean, and it's, it's just, a ton of fun, but you're right. This community, I think is awesome about engaging each other and truly being a community and sharing their contacts and, you know, willing to, to be there for everybody. You know, it's that, it's just kind of the way of life around here. I think that's, that's something that's so special.
1: Right. I know, obviously this is a business podcast and we're talking yeah, yeah. about <laughs> the business here, but yeah. just another thing that stuck out to me too was uh, Shell. So what did your dad do with Shell?
2: Yeah, so he did public affairs in, in public relations and kind of okay. a, few, a few different roles there. Spent some time working at the, uh, the Deer Park Refinery, you know, working on, on the public affairs team out there. Spent some time, you know, at their, their main U.S. headquarters here in Houston, working downtown, staffing some executives there. Spent some time in Louisiana working there, even some, a little bit of time up in New England and working kind of the more retail side. So, so going around to the different service stations. So uh, they got a whole host of experience, but it, it was a, a great, great company for him to work for. But fortunately, he was able to, you know, take early retirement and, and, you know, with my mom start Winkler Public Relations, and now they've been going on for again 18 years strong doing this and, and using some of that great experience that that he got from Shell, along with what my mom was able to to get from a few different companies where she worked for. But uh, yeah, so he, he did a number of roles there, and uh, they they all kind of led to forming what we, what is now Winkler Public Relations. Yeah, my uncle he they've lived
1: in Deer Park for probably. Oh, man. 50 years now, I would imagine. But he worked for the plant there. Yeah. You know, the refinery. So and I I had some crazy stories that he would tell me, (laughs) you know, talk about some some business advice and learning something about business. I'll tell you, kids these days don't understand the value of showing up on time for a job. And on time, if you were there when you were supposed to be, you're late. Yeah, late. right about that. Now, I'm pretty crazy <laughs> about that. Sometimes I'll be late because I like to sleep in. That's uh, yeah, my biggest sure. thing. But, you know, most of the time, if I'm supposed to be somewhere, I want to be 30 minutes early minimum. Yeah. That's me. My uncle took it to the extreme. This man told me whatever time work started for the day... He was leaving two hours ahead of them Oh, that. my gosh. From his catch house in Deer Park. <laughs> I'm talking, you know where the refinery is located. Oh, yeah. So, you make a right on Beltway 8. Yep. And you go up a couple of exits. What is that? Center Street. Uh, before Center. Um, could be little Georgia Maybe. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. One of those little neighborhood streets. I should know it. I drive there all the time. But right down the road. Yeah. I mean, probably takes them no more than 10 minutes. And I'm like, why would you leave so early? And it He's just got one of those like stately, he sounds like the Whataburger announcer for the (laughs) commercials, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Um, And so he just, he has that like smooth cadence. used to be a truck driver. Yeah. Uh, Just a crazy story with Uncle Ernie, but man, he just sat there and said, well, if I had a flat tire, I would have time to change it and still not be late. There you go. I'm like, but you're so early. Why show up so early? I'll open up my newspaper, drink a cup of coffee and have a good day. Good start to my day. And I was like, all right, well. It's good business advice, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Being there early and especially at such a large company, I mean, it, it can spur so many opportunities for people but yeah you're, you're just, right
2: about that and, and you know I, I think that is something that that maybe is lost among you know our generation right is it, being early to everything and you know maybe go too reliant on the GPS and take a wrong turn and, mm. <laughs> and then yeah. you're late right but I'm a, a fanatic about being early to places I think I've had to temper my expectations a little bit having a uh, having a baby and, and, oh. and now, now a toddler my wife will, will tell you some stories about having to uh, having to relax a little bit because we're running late for things it's not something I'm a big fan of but uh, hey like life changes but when it comes to business you're absolutely right you know being being on time and being prepared not, it's not just a matter of showing up showing up early showing up on time it's showing up prepared too and, and ready to get the job done and not trying to figure out okay what's going on and, and I, something that's something really I had to learn a lot was that a previous job that I had before at Winkle public relations you know, once I left the office, I was done for the day. And so my, my next day started when I showed up at the office and everything was there on my computer. And it, it was just very status quo. That's not the way anymore. I mean, especially with what I do now, you know, I have to, to be prepared, whether that's getting ready the night before for a meeting I'm going to have or, you know, and then showing up early or having those, those phone calls. There's, there's so much that goes into it. And I think that's, that's certainly more the way of life these days, especially as we go more virtual too and having those, those, those Zoom calls and being prepared when you get on for those. It's just that's something I, I would preach a lot to folks that are getting into business. And beginning to getting into small business, starting your own business is a be on time, but also be prepared when you're ready. Mm -hmm. It, It makes a big difference. And it's a big confidence builder, too.
1: And no matter how on time you are, no matter how much you prepare, and babies and toddlers just don't no. get it. They don't no. care. <laughs> it's They're going to have their accident yeah. Yeah. right there where they need to have you're it right so that, that you're late. You're right. it's so yeah. yeah, I've got three of them. Yeah, well, so there you
2: go. Yeah. We've been through it. You've been through it. Through yeah. it all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's my first round through it all, but uh, <laughs> I think I've learned the lesson well.
1: It's the best job in the world.
2: Well, you're right about that. Yeah. I, I, you're right about I that. I would
1: take my family over any other job in the world. They're Amen. amazing. But, Amen. God, they
2: drive you nuts sometimes. <laughs> you're
1: not wrong. So I guess to just kind of wrap up here, then just tell us where we can support you. You know, what do y'all need as far as support goes? I mean, obviously, you need clients, you need new money. We all need that. Sure. But, you know, how can we support you? Can we follow you on social? Is there any content y'all are putting out that we need to follow? Anything happening and going on?
2: Yeah. So the, the first place you can visit us is at our website, WinklerPR.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You know, we're on Instagram. We're most active on Twitter. It's it's just kind of where we are. Most of our our content that 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 we push out is. Is of our clients, whether we're retweeting them or sharing them on Facebook. You know, we love to promote our clients on our social media channels, but you can find us there. You can find us in the community. We're recording this here in Tomball. We're really active in Tomball. We're members of the chamber. Uh, we're members of a few other chambers uh, around the city. I won't, won't sit here and promote all of them. We're believers in the Chamber of Commerce. So promote your local Chamber of Commerce, wherever you're listening to, this, whatever city in America, and support your Chamber of Commerce. Get engaged there. That's that's where you're going to meet people. And uh, again, here locally, here in Tomball, I would say, you know, come, come meet us there. And the best way to support us is help out another small business. You know, that's that, not necessarily us, but we're just such big believers in small business and we want them to succeed. That's why I, I want to be on this podcast is because I think what this is about, you know, that's, that's the best way to support a small business like ours, because if you want to be our client, great, but most of more than likely, you're not going to have a need for us, but, but go out and, and support a fellow small business. And that we'll consider that support for Winkler PR too.
1: That's fair enough, man. I, yeah. you know, that's why we do this podcast Amen. because same thing, It doesn't matter. Do we want a client out of it? Do we want to make money from it? Sure. Mm -hmm. But it's not the first thing. The first thing is we want to get small businesses on here. You know, like the intro says, man, so many businesses struggle to stay open and so many shut down. And especially with the pandemic and everything we've seen there, we want to get that word out for these companies, you know, companies like y'all's so that people know, hey, Yeah. You can go hire a big time PR firm. Sure. You know, big, huge corporate entity, but that mom and pop shop, man, that's who we are here to support. Not that we don't love our big companies that are clients of ours. Not that we don't have appreciation for what they do, but we think the small businesses, you know, in that community as a whole deserves a little bit more
2: yeah well we certainly appreciate that and, and we believe in that too and uh, again we're we're here in the community so uh, hey if you're in the community more than likely you're gonna find us but we love what you're doing and happy to be a part of it
1: that's amazing man we uh, definitely enjoyed this interview think we all got some really good helpful information there so thank you for coming out
0: you've been listening to the beef podcast sponsored by community bank of texas an fdic member and equal housing lender Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. For more small business stories, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. To share your story, visit us at beefymarketing.com. Till next time, thanks for listening to The Beef.